Hey everybody, before we move on to our next topic, I do want to let you know about Anchor, because Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need in one place for free, just like this show, which you can use right from your phone or computer. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great, just like this one, and they'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere podcasts are heard, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can easily make money from your podcast too, with no minimum listenership. Get started today by downloading downloading the Anchor app, or you can go to anchor.fm. All right, guys, let's get back to the show. It seems as though love is in the air, and if you're trying to keep up, you better widen your stride, because Ann Lister, she's not slowing down for anything or anyone. We're talking about that right now on the Gentleman Jack After Show. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz You don't know. Feel like they would have been started it. It actually could have started like that. On the you horses, know, you know, when you ride on the horses. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it started. I don't know. I think I that it. might be how it started. Everybody, thank you guys so much for joining us. We are doing season one, episode three of Gentleman Jack. Oh, is that what you call it? That is the name of this episode, you guys. I am so happy to be here, and I want to introduce my lovely co-host, Way to my left is the beautiful Raven French. Hello. Yes, she's going to have some Halifax for you later. And then, of course, we have the beautiful Deshana O. And she's going to have some news and gossip for you later. I am, of course, your girl, Jackie Ray. I want to get overall thoughts. Mm. <laughs> okay, well, that's we're in unison. Yes. <laughs> this was a hot episode, <laughs> so we had to all take a deep breath. But mm-hmm. um, I totally love this episode. I thought it was very full. We got a lot of different storylines that we got to work with. I definitely found myself um, becoming a little more familiar with the characters now. So I'm I'm all in. I'm all in. And I got to see a little bit of fun time and a little mm-hmm. kissing and romance as well, which is my fave. A little fun time, what they call it. Um, <laughs> that's what, they what call you it. call it. A little fun time. <laughs> that's what you tell the kids. Right. We're just having a little We're fun We're wrestling. Time. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed uh, seeing Miss Lister finding her a little more endearing this episode. Even though we did see her vulnerability before, I feel like it was more at play in this episode. And I'm just going to say... Fellas, you know, you need to watch this show. If mm-hmm. you're not, tell, and I'm, I'm saying fellas because of myself, watch the show. The, Learn the, a little something is what please, she's trying to say. Please and please. <laughs> yes. A little patience, a little passion. Come on with it. Come on. Amen. Yes. And a little support. So, you know support. what I'm saying? We don't yes. want to go there, but she was so supportive. Yes. And she was so uplifting and yes. encouraging. They stole my overall thoughts because I'm trying to tell you right now, if we are romantically involved and I say you need to watch Gentleman Jack, I'm trying to help you out. Just just know that. Or you can just watch it now. You know, whatever you need to do, get on top of that. But we're going to talk about a lot of things today. We got the Rossins, of course. Miriam is staying mad this whole entire episode. Poor Poor thing. I know. (laughs) Sam really needs to hold his tongue. Um, And then, of course... Miss Lister and Miss Walker. But of course, listen, I want to start with the Rossins because that's kind of how we ended things last week. And we open with some new Rossins that got fancy hats and they come in to visit Miss Walker, but they are very, very disapproving because Miss Lister actually made it to the lake. 
Oh, yeah. She yes, made, she did. Not only made it to the lake when she made her appearance, mm. she became the most important thing at the lake. Well, that's yes. that's her, though. Yes. yes. That she comes the topic of conversation every time. She, she, said, she couldn't stop teacher. talking about her. Mm. Mm-hmm. And they were, it's, I thought it was hilarious. I wrote down how she was just like shaking their hands and being so aloof and being like, I love the lake. If I could come down here every day of the year, I'll come down. She's just so like uh, ahead of the game. I find her to be mm-hmm. 10 steps ahead of everybody else. And I really like to see that because they don't know what to do with her. They're right. just like, okay, we're uncomfortable. Yeah. I love how Miss Walker is just very endearing, but naive at the same time, you know, because they clearly want Miss Lister to leave. So they go, oh, we'll come back since you have company, which is her cue to say, oh, and do you mind? I want to meet. And she's like, if you like. (laughs) (laughs) She is. It's so cute to me. You know, okay, bye. And then they sit down and then Anne being Anne compares the sisters in a very seductive way. She goes, I think your lips are. And I was like, oh, Awkward silence. I wouldn't know what to do. That's exactly what she wants. <laughs> we all need and a And that's why boldness. she looks at the camera like... Mm. She got caught, though, looking <laughs> at the camera this week. Though. Yes, oh, nothing, did. nothing. Right. <laughs> I love that. So um, we got the spineless brother. He's coming back to exercise his first right for refusal. And Miss Lister now has educated herself. So she is not going to stick to the price. Were you surprised that she upped the price a little? Nope. <laughs> I mean, she's ruthless. She is. She's a savage when it comes to business. Mm-hmm. I wasn't surprised that she upped it because of just her nature. But I will admit that I just didn't know that she was trying to pull a fast one on them like that. I mean, she's just like milking them for every little bit that they have. And I love it. I I'm, hate it. I'm surprised that at this time they allowed her. I'm mm. going to say allowed. it, Even though the way she presents herself and she's strong and she's confident. I'm still surprised that during this time they accepted that instead of putting her in her place for lack of a better term, you know, Mm -hmm. just for what the time was. I wonder why they didn't like how, how could they though? There's two questions that I've kind of developed in my head during these three episodes. How would they put her in her place? First of all, like you said, how could, why didn't they? But if they tried to, I just don't know how that would pan out it's very interesting to think about isn't it because i'm like she's not going to fight but it's i know i think she would fight i don't know if she would really fight a man are you talking about physically fight yes i mean like because like the the drunk guy you know like even the other man had came you know had to come to her defenses but i feel the same way you feel like how is she getting away with this is it just the pure confidence that's just like don't mess with her because she has never been messed with by anyone else and you you know what i mean yeah it's completely accepting of her, I guess, taking on what most will see manly traits, Mm -hmm. even the shaking hand. That's not how women present themselves then. Everything just seems so accepting. Eccentric. I like, I like, I think that she, she brought a new perspective to things and she let men know that these are not male characteristics or traits, even though, like you said, during that, those times, those were definitely considered to be masculine traits. Mm -hmm. Right. But she was just like, like, I like the line that she said about how nature played a challenging trick on her. Mm-hmm. Didn't, right. didn't she? Right. She made mm-hmm. sure to say nature was a she. Well, she, she is. is. I mean, <laughs> sure. I'm um, just glad she admitted it. So now that she's educated herself, obviously the price has gone up. But now she's also putting this provision in the lease where property managers know you can't just throw this kind of provision in a lease. Right. You know, <laughs> I, but she comes up. She's like, with, I can. She's like, yes, I'm Ann Lister. This, we need this provision where I can go down and see your Law Hill pit. 
Now, I gathered, even though that it wasn't like said directly, I gathered that's the pit where they're stealing from her pit. I was that's thinking. what I thought, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anybody in the chat, do you guys know if that is the pit that they're stealing from? Because yes, they we have seem some, shook. Yeah. And we have some history bus in our fifth panelists. So make sure you guys, if you can, chat with us while we're in here. Because y'all be leaving comments for us when we're like, oh, man, that would have been so good to know during the show. So if you're in there, don't be shy. We will say hello, shout you out, and read your comments on the air. Um, so now they go to sign the lease. And wha-bam. I see the terminology was was first of all Jeremiah is not a good businessman because you clarify those terms. You don't wait for your brother to walk in and say, "I thought she meant the same thing I meant. <laughs> right. She meant something different." Like, how he did seems you a little intimidated by her? I think or he's like, intimidated by everybody. No. <laughs> what? They just cannot believe that she has the gall to mm-hmm. like to text them like that. Like we are men, we are rich men like we do not get taxed like this we usually get because you know honestly i truly believe that this is something that has been going on since the beginning of time where when you have a lot of money you're actually given more privilege right and more like free things and more gifts Mm -hmm. and so i think they're used to discounts and things like that Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they're seeing that sorry you're not exempt from the exact price that she would charge anyone else matter of fact you getting taxed for yep (laughs) i had a feeling and um because, you know, she changed the contract. Like, of course, the price went up. We saw that. But it seemed like the lease was changed. Because she said when he left, you know, he's already working on preparing the lease. Now you just got to go over there and sign it. But by the time he got there, his understanding had changed. Did you think that was because she talked to uh, Miss Walker's doorman and he told her that the groom saw and no knew it was Mr. Rawson who Ooh. ran on board. Because I felt the timing was just so perfect. Like, she was like, okay, player, you're right, going to be I running people you. off the road. You're stealing from me. Mm, right. I got something for you. Exactly. I'll take that. that money and give it to the other family. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that is a great question and observation. I would love for the chat to chime in because I do not know. <laughs> I don't. I need somebody to say something so I can say something. Yeah, I let us know. that, but I definitely could see that now yeah i could see her doing something like that you know not she's not gonna show her hand she's Mm -hmm. not gonna go up to you and say oh by the way i got a witness that says you did it oh no she's gonna make him stew for a while she just Mm -hmm. seems like she would she would do that definitely i agree and she only would use information in the timing that she needs it right yeah right so let's move on to the mad sister um, oh, <laughs> let's try I to felt for her, Mad Marion. I got Mad Marion. That's what I was calling her too. Like you it. felt for her though. I felt for her only a tiny bit because I saw. First of all, I felt for her because of the, the line where she wanted to call the servants the servants, not my mm. servants, because she's like it's about respect for people, right? And I can appreciate that she actually has like a semi, you know, uh, you know, a semi nice relationship with the servants. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So I felt for her there. And then I saw that she just, she truly believes that half of this Shibden Hall belongs to her. She feels like we were left this. Mm -hmm. And Anne is like, no, I'm better with money. Sorry. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to do everything I can. But I mean, they're both, they both are the children. Yeah. I do understand her point even from before this episode because you know, she comes in with all her bravado and just takes over the conversations in the room but I just don't feel sorry for her because she's just such a hater in the way that she presents <laughs> herself. Like she is, she needs so much attention. She's really an attention whore. Now yes. she did have some vital points, though. You know, I'm over here taking care of Auntie, 
and you running around God knows where. It's 10 o'clock at night, which that kind of was funny to me because somebody's saying to me, it's 10 o'clock at night. Where have you been? Like, what you mean? And it's Anne's 10 o'clock at night. still the favorite, even though you've been taking care of her. Right. right. That's got to be frustrating, you know? Like, if you, I've been, you got sores on your legs that I've been tending to. How does she just get to walk in here right. and be the favorite? Right, I've been the whole family. But then, you know, like you were about to say, I, I heard where you were going with it. <laughs> Back in the day, 10 p.m. for especially for a, a young lady mm-hmm. to be out, that was scandalous. just unheard of. Right, scandalous. You could be hurt. You could be robbed. But this is why I will not let my mom watch this show because my mom still, when I go home to Denver, tells me, <laughs> young ladies do not leave the house after 10 p.m. I'm like, drinks ain't, drinks are free until 11. I can leave at 10. <laughs> <laughs> my mother would say, nothing's open but bars and lakes. Oh, see? Mm, okay. I wonder how we say Lister. that in Shibden Hall right. words. <laughs> right? I know. I'm trying to think of the words, but it was something. The hour is darkest. In the- no, I'm just, <laughs> not- I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so she gets mad about a lot of things, but I love how uncle and auntie aren't surprised. And uncle tells the story about how he found her 4 a.m. playing cards with a bunch of men, which has to kind of add fuel to Miriam's fire. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I, I, I feel like she thinks, if that was me... Right. You guys would <laughs> never allow that. Mm-hmm. I, I thought agree. that little clip was fun, and I know this isn't what the show is about, but I wouldn't mind a few more flashbacks mm-hmm. of her. Same. And I, I really wouldn't mind any more... I would love more of Miriam just having more time to be mad. Because she's... her. <laughs> Her comedic, she's got a little bit of comedic timing, you know what I mean? So even though she's mad, it's like, where she's like, she gets me so worked up, like a little kid, like, it's like mad. I would love to see her get mad more. I would love to see it only because Anne still doesn't care at all. Like even the pushing her out the door. Okay, thanks. (laughs) Right. Right. And she's like, I'm getting married. And she's like, congratulations. <laughs> she's like, you're not getting married now, though, are you? Like, she's so condescending. Like, she, And she, her wit is quick. quick. But when she really thought that Marion might be getting married, when, when mom's, he won't I be call a her mister? loose-lipped mom. <laughs> she's just telling all the business everywhere when she says she's not going to say anything. And she's only telling half of it. Like, right. I don't want to ruin your time. Well, you already done. You started. <laughs> well, I mean, I saw that she's like, "Wait, is Marion really getting married?" Right. She was about to freak out. She because even when she heard about the guy, uh, John Abbott, she's like, "Get rid of him! Send mm-hmm. somebody over to tell him now. There will be no more teas." Like she's which I was surprised her. by that. I was surprised that you're going to say, "Oh, he's just a trade," you know, almost like he's just a peasant. Like right. we're going to put it into this. Uh, he's a man. And traditionally speaking, like the uncle said, if he's got enough money to take care of her, she needs to get married. Mm-hmm. Right. So. And I mean, he, she said he was the, what, founder of the bank and mm-hmm. he did do wool, but he had his little prestige against him. So she could go off and get married. She deserved a little kiss and a little hugging. Yeah, a little kiss and a little, <laughs> little hugging. Time, little fun time. Fun time. But before we keep talking about this kissing and hugging, which you know I'm always a fan of, let's Absolutely. tell you more about what we have going on here at After Buzz. Shall we, Raven? Yes, guys. Uh, look, in the chat, I want to say thank you to Kay Basie, Mara Perez, if I'm saying that correctly. And I want to thank you all 
for making us the ESPN of TV talk. Some people like sports. Some people like games. We like television. So if you're watching YouTube right now, go ahead, give us those thumbs up. Subscribe, please. If you're on iTunes, Spotify, give us those five stars because we are loving this show. Gentleman Jack, and we're glad you're loving it with us. Tell everybody and come back next week. Yes, come back every week. Well, you know, until the end of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Keep the conversation going, even after the show's over. Yes, because yeah. we definitely do chat back, and I definitely want to shout out my co-panelists because they are quick. Like, I can't even... I'm like, oh, let me go respond. Oh, there y'all go. There y'all go. <laughs> ding, ding. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Also, really quick, just want to say we are missing you, Josh, right now. He has yes. got flu-like symptoms, so that's why we have a ladies' night tonight. And I just want to personally thank you for not infecting us Appreciate with your sickness. Better, you know Josh. what I mean? But feel better because we miss you. You know we need the male influence up in here. <laughs> but as far as male influence, let's move on to Samuel. His Sam is what he's called. But oh. his he he lets his mouth get get the better of him. He's a demon. He's, Ooh, he's a drunk demon. <laughs> I mean, in a in a good way. You can't be a drunk and a demon in good. No, no. I mean, he's just. I mean, he's just a mean drunk. You right. just hear about mm-hmm. those mean old abusive fathers who are just drunks. The way that he reacted to the mother. That really had me clutching my imaginary pearls. <laughs> because, like, she is old and disabled, and he literally punched her and was about to hit her with, with like, that. some type of a bar or something. He choked his son out, literally trying to kill him. I mean, he's out of control, and Anne saw that and sent his butt home from work. And then he called her a fella in a frock. And asked to see her thing that rhymes with frock. Think about what Ryan was <laughs> She did. He did he do did. that, and that was. And it reminded me of how, like, that that stuff. It, even though you know we were thinking back to those times, it's still prominent now. Where these bullies and these people who feel like they have something that they can really say to your face, they're bold enough to say it. And I don't care about that liquid courage mm-hmm. because he's saying what he really wants to say. Mm-hmm. I usually find that it's the abusive people that stay abusive behind closed doors you know it's it's rare that they're just so brazen with it were you were you surprised raven that he was just like gonna get and miss especially since she's your employer mm, no not yeah. based off of that the, the the kind of energy he gave when they had that one-on-one talk mm-hmm. where he had to give up the money if he did not you know become pork meat this <laughs> I feel like like that it could become a different show Uh because that character, how they built the character, is no way for that to end except a fight between them two. Mm -hmm. So he had to, either they were going to have to go on with that storyline or he had to be eaten. Ooh, I have some things to say about that. I'm so fascinated by that storyline because one, let me me turn my paper over. (laughs) I said... Um, first of all, they tied up the drunk dad, and I put like a little arrow up, which means woohoo. And I said, of all people to rely on Miss Lister to come looking for him. Did you guys notice when he was tied up and Thomas was talking to him? He's like, Miss Lister is going to come looking for me if anybody will. And that's something about her that I kind of like that people understand. She will come around she looking for through, you, whether saying. it's to be a friend or a foe. Mm-hmm. She will come and say what she has to say. Now, Thomas, he surprised the heck out of me. Did he surprise you guys? Look, I did not expect. I was wondering the second he realized he needed um, Sam to talk to Miss Lister because otherwise, because mm-hmm. she specifically said, yeah, I get mm-hmm. that you're a hard worker, but 
It's not my my agreement Contract isn't with you, with you. So right. I need your pops. And so when he goes running back, there was a thought in my head like, how is this gonna play out? Yeah, I thought that too. <laughs> I thought, I didn't know what to expect. I don't, I thought that he was gonna try to like get him to straighten up and go and, and just like talk. And I he thought did. He was, I thought he was going to straighten up. Why? No, like, I, <laughs> right. I really thought he was going to be able to get it together. That after that last time when he left him, his hair was hanging. I was like, okay, when he comes back, he's going to be a better person. I know, you guys. I just try to wish for the best. I feel Aww. like. <laughs> so I feel like <laughs> here's the thing, though. And just if you find yourself in this situation, I'm here to help. Let me give you some advice. If you are tied up and somebody <laughs> says, "I need you to say the right thing," say the, say right, the right thing, thing. <laughs> and get untied. Don't be like, "I'm gonna kill you." <laughs> <laughs> What is that? But that's that alcohol. Blame <laughs> it on the alcohol. He was so sober by then. Had to you be. So? He peed on himself and everything by then. Okay, well then, like I said, possessed demon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. All right, well, uh, uh, Thomas had to... Uh, I felt so bad for him because he's like, I don't know. I don't know. That's like that old lady rock when your grandma gets mad. Like, I don't know if I want to. I don't know. Am I going to jump in or am I going to jump out? And he chose to jump out and kill his father and feed him to the pigs. Which I found, you know, again, I watch a lot of crime TV. Genius. I don't, only you. I don't know if that was genius because, well, I get, I understand he's trying to get rid of the evidence. Yes. But to let to sit there and, and actively watch the pigs. Oh, eating I don't father? think he just watched. If you noticed, there was limbs everywhere. He chopped him up. Did y'all miss that? Oh my, oh. I did miss it. <laughs> like I said, y'all, I'm here to help. So yes, there was some chopping. Y'all see the how you think all the blood got over here? You think? Come on. Like I said, I watch a lot of crime TV. They are, they need a moment. So while they're taking this Ooh. moment, I'm gonna move on to a lighter topic <laughs> of Eugenie getting married to John. Aww. That's just like a quick little blurb. Um, but the way she said yes, I was like, okay. I couldn't believe she said yes. I was happy. I, I find this to be a very sweet couple now. Uh, she yeah, had to did say you see yes. Her though. face and everything. Though. Yeah, she she was feeling it though. No, no, girl. See, look. You were writing a notes in that moment. Oh, I really was. Because she was looking like, I ain't got no choice. I got this here, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so, but he was so sweet about it. And I feel like she will eventually fall in love with him. I, I think he's so. sincere. I think that the moment he saw her, because she's exotic. There's mm-hmm. no one. She she looks like she's mixed to me. He's not mm-hmm. seen a woman like that. He like, oh, like I don't care that she can't speak of the English. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I am down. And he was able to use his little uh, French lesson that he got the other day with the we. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he used this word. How did you feel about Ann Lister's reaction to the thought of them getting married? Uh, what is her issue? What ironic? Anyone know? And chat. Well, I people? think she doesn't want her servant to now have to go off and be a wife versus being her servant. Now she's like, I brought her all the way from Paris. I didn't oh. really understand her issue, and I and I like how she caught herself. Because she was like, I don't know if I can give my blessing for this, although I probably shouldn't stand in the way of someone's happiness. So she caught herself, but she's disapproving of them getting married. She's disapproving of her sister marrying John Abbott. I find that very ironic, considering you know what people are going to think. She's in quite an unusual relationship herself. Right. Hmm. 
Hmm. Right. It just goes to show how oftentimes people do not see their own situation as the same as someone else's. Mm-hmm. It'll be like, oh, but that's different. You know, like, well, the sister, if the sister gets married, is that a personal threat to if she has a, yeah, it's like Game of Thrones. Like, I shall present an heir to the throne. Right. So I understand that. I'm just confused about her. And is it just she doesn't want her servant to leave? I just don't think they think it's proper for the servants to be together. It's like you guys are supposed to be busy working. You guys do not need to be having leisure time to be over here having sex and having babies and getting married and things and mm-hmm. making me have to go find new servants to replace you. Which all of that makes sense if you are abiding by the rules of the day. But since you're not, you should be like, man, everybody trying to get on my do what you want to be happy train. Right. But okay, but let's 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 dive into this uh, Miss Lister and Miss Walker because we open, you know, after they leave the little, you know, Judgy Rossons. Um, Miss Lister takes her to a very romantic cottage. cottage. Ooh, Ooh, the love house. The I love was like, hey, where is this cottage at? Miss Walker was very excited to see that co- mm. cottage. She knew exactly <laughs> what was about to go down. Mm. And let me tell you, she's very sweet and innocent in a way, but she's outspoken. She's bold. Mm-hmm. She says things like, listen, I know last week you said you was thinking about kissing me. That's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly that. what I was thinking you should right. be thinking. So, yeah, I like that she's outspoken and she lets Anne know that, like, you are not just tripping. I'm you're I'm really feeling you in, in a romantic mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I was like surprised. Well, I don't want to say surprised because at this point, nothing that Anne does and Lister does surprises me. But there was a certain amount of just relief, joy, because I, I wonder if and for those of you who have actually read the full diaries, um, let me know in the chat. But I wonder if this is the first woman who she has not kind of had to push that first kiss on, but who came to her and was like, yo, so about that kiss? You know what I mean? I feel like she's just used to initiating it, and to be on the receiving end of that, there was a certain amount of joy that was on her face. Did Mm -hmm. you guys think that, too? Well, she just come from a very traumatic situation, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like... I will say this, too, and I know a lot of you guys out there have read um, the diaries and all that. I am... Very glad that I have not. Because, you know, when you read stuff, you kind of make up what you think the character should be in your own mind. I love how she is bringing this character to life and how she's embodied. And I swear I could watch just a whole episode of her just walking through town. Oh, yeah. Like, just mm-hmm. love the way she walks. Well, see, I don't know. My fantasy is getting away from me because I need her to be walking and then I need her to be with Miss Walker for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> she gonna ship them, y'all. Because I am with the ends. The ends are my fave couple right now. They're so the cute A's. together. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean... Seriously, Saran Jones, the actress who plays Ann Lister, is just killing it. Like, she's completely killing it because she has us attracted to her. Girl, look, I'm stuttering right now. I'm like, I am, like, I am as straight as they come, but I'm like, okay, Ann, holla at your girl. She's just playing. And then just to, again, to think about the diaries, the actual diaries that say that, she actually purposely made sure she was very good mm-hmm. in the area of lovemaking. And she really put forth the sensuality uh, the, you know, that was displayed in the diary. So I feel mm-hmm. like it's a great just depiction of, of what we never knew. These are stories that I didn't think I knew I needed to know. <laughs> I but right now, I need to know. <laughs> want to read it. I just haven't had the time. But I want to read it. on my list. I want to read it 
like now. I was um, I did read that it's super explicit in mm. the not even just in a sexual way, but just in the way she expresses herself. Um, so I think if I would assume she would read it in order to do this role mm-hmm. and that it will be a lot of information there in order to embody her if she's that explicit in her language. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I want to read it. I want they I heard it was very detailed or I read it was very detailed and sometimes just the weather that day, what she did the entire day. So not, you know, just the kind of sexual right. type of things. So I, I want to check it out. I'll let you guys know. I yeah, I, I mean, I want to read it, but now I'm glad that I can read it with her in mind, you know, mm-hmm. when I, as I'm mm-hmm. reading the diaries. Um, and then she moves on, and now she's, I think, settling into this might actually happen. Because now she says, I'd like you to come by and meet my aunt. What do you guys think about that? I mean, of course, you know what I thought about it. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Silent scream. <laughs> Getting introduced to the auntie. Mm-hmm. I love it. And the aunt is is definitely going to be open because she's the best aunt. I love how she played aunt in both movies. Mm-hmm. I feel like now she got the aunt part down. She's accepting. She's the one that, that they need to be talking to to convince everybody else that this is okay. Mm. That's one of the reasons I want to read the diary to see how much of a creative license they took with the aunt or is she just that accepting Mm. i do i tried to look it up to see i couldn't find anything so i'm wondering if in the in her diary she talks endearingly about her aunt and maybe accepting her loving her or whatever because i I think that's another interesting thing for that time Mm -hmm. for you know even now the way some families are but especially for that time for her to be so open right yeah yeah i thought i did think that even though because the aunt definitely is pushing her towards her happiness and Mm -hmm. wants her to be happy by any means necessary but at the same time auntie's very aware of the world that she lives in and i think she her initial point wasn't to come out and just say you know nobody's gonna let you do this her initial point was like oh she's 12 years younger than you she can't be your intellectual equal Mm -hmm. did you think that was like her side thing to like maybe i can't get her off the woman maybe i can get her off the woman's mind did you think that that was like a jab at that i don't know because i'm confused about that because in another episode i don't know if it was the first one or the second one wasn't she She pushing her yeah you knew that then this is see i saw it a different way i saw it as her um kind of like being like i don't care if it's a guy or a girl she needs to be good enough for you Mm. because I love you as who, you know, for who you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She did tell her though, you know, like the world is not, you know, the way you think. Yeah. They're not there. How are they going to accept it it? too far? I just wanted it to be on the DL. Mm -hmm. Maybe she wants her (laughs) to get her wheels turning and just like, I'm going to plant the seed and ask the question. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you start thinking about that answer so you can get it done. Yeah. And I think she feels more confident about it because Miss Walker's doing most of the planning. Like, planning the trips and, do mm-hmm. you want to come stay the night? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that really mm-hmm. got me. That blew my wig back because I was like, wait a minute. This girl is not playing. B-. And then she's just like, let's be open with it then. Like, since once they got caught. But, oh, man, them getting caught, though. First of all, uh, <laughs> look, Miss Priestley. She, she's so nosy. Uh, oh, that's her. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, sidebar, I got to do this because I have a friend who is, is from Slovakia who says Americans eat don't eat with the forks right. That Instead of scooping it, we're supposed to put the food on the back of the fork. So I just want to shout out to the directors, the writers who got that piece right cool. where oh, she thought. was putting the food on the back of the fork. Because you're supposed to put it on the back of the fork and like balance it and then eat it. And that's how she was eating her food. So shout out to you guys for getting but that little... But who said they're right? Look, man, I... I... <laughs> well, who, that invent- time. who invented the fork? 
Okay. We'd have to ask who invented I'm the fork. I'm going to have this in Halifax <laughs> next week, guys. Next so week. We are Halifax. going to have some forking talk next week. Something <laughs> yeah. with the wind, man. Because I've seen the, you know, where you, and that way, but not to actually put something on top of the fork. But I, it was quite noticeable. It was because it triggered me because I was like, oh, I've met. Because even when we went to Aruba that time, I met those Brits that said we, we eat wrong. They so, eat wrong. Okay, look, I don't even mean to start this whole thing up about who eating right and who eating wrong. <laughs> well, during that time, that's definitely what the upper, upper class right. were doing because she clearly was, was I mean, she was talking about what were they doing. Like, I might just pop in over at the lake house, but you, she was piling it on that fork mm-hmm. while she was talking. I mean, she was distracted because she yeah. was thinking about popping in. And she did. So yeah, from from the 1800s till now, that nosy neighbor has always existed. existed. <laughs> yes. So she so decides true. to go over now. Um, do they not have locks? Raven said this. Look, they too much intensity. Uh, fun fact <laughs> for so TV watchers and anyone who ever watches television with me: when things get intense. She has a hard time. Yeah. I have a she hard time. She just kept looking back and forth like, oh, lock the door. Happen? What you're doing is people are not going to be okay with this. What? She goes and closes shutters. She do, But you don't think to lock the door? I truly didn't think she was going to, she didn't know it was going to get that far at that point. But then once the skirt got lifted. <laughs> but she stopped kissing in the love shack. Oh, yeah. To go close. And it was one point where in the kissing, she kind of looked to make sure the window and now you, now you don't lock So maybe the door. they didn't have locks on their doors back then, which I couldn't see why. But maybe they didn't. We'll look that up. We'll, we'll let you guys know <laughs> yes. that. that next we want to know why they got interrupted. Basically, I, I, that's. <laughs> I want to know why the doorman didn't say, nah, you don't live here. We knock in exactly. this house. This is a knocking house. Well, well, literally. That is another rich person. I doubt a servant would, would challenge another rich person. Like, I would, but true that. that was a different time for us. Yes. Maybe I wouldn't. That might not have. She I would have been quiet. <laughs> I'd have been. I probably would have been stoned and her <laughs> strung up in another this is a different time for us. You know, wouldn't, wouldn't have been my best day. But um, so we have that moment where they get caught. Anne's face looked oh. like what I think our face looked like. Like, oh no, right? Not Miss Walker. No, Miss Walker. Not Miss Walker. Were you guys surprised by that? I was a little worried about her mental state. Oh god. <laughs> I mean, a little tiny bit because she's under the spell of Miss Lister. She just finished crying, thinking that she was never going to see her again. And now she is busting out laughing. Yeah. In the face of being caught after people have already told her, you know, Miss Lister's not to be trusted in the company of women alone. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I find I found it to be a little a little wacky. Yeah. But I liked it because I felt like she was like, I got to laugh to keep from crying and I'm going to do what I want to do. This is my first time being uninhibited like this. And so, yee let's go upstairs and get it popping. <laughs> All right. Yeah, she's a little fragile. It mm-hmm. seems like something is, it, it, you like because of her naivete, but something is also mm-hmm. a little off. Yeah. yeah. So we'll fast forward to the proposal kind of thing. Two kind of pro- Two proposals, yeah. So, um, and kind of. Yeah, both kind of. Right. <laughs> Two uncertain proposals. Right. But she, this, I feel like this is, and again, I can't wait to read the actual diaries, but I feel like this might be the furthest she's gotten with this. Because oh, I yes. feel like Miss mm-hmm. Hobart was like, oh, no, maybe. We'll see. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Miss Walker's like, yeah, okay. 
Mm-hmm. But let's wait six months just to make sure I'm sure. And then she has the fear of, you know, because, yeah, again, it's one thing to say, okay, I don't want, you know, I don't want to get married. I don't want to have kids. But then when somebody says, okay, it'll have to be this way forever, then it's like, oh, right. forever's a long time. About. So was adoption not an option in those days or I, mean, I I'm sure it had to be. I'm sure kids, you know, orphans, orphans, orphans or, or people's family got run over off the wagon. We've seen that can happen and right. you know, only the kids survive. So I'm sure there was, but I don't they know. They just didn't consider it. Yeah, I don't know. But so that pretty much wraps up that one with the exception of uh John spilling the beans. We saw that and where where he's marching along and he's trying to tell her, you know, I like their relationship that's building. Like he mm-hmm. feels confident and he wants to walk her over and he I like their relationship. Mm-hmm. I like pretty much everyone's relationship with Anne and how they respect her. Um so we're gonna get right now into some news and gossip. After oh, I thought. TV news. Okay, so listen, we don't have a lot of news and gossip on this show. I mean, there's really not a lot going on. I will say on Twitter, when I do check it out, I'm usually on Shipton Hall's Twitter. I love how they are in such support of this show. People actually from Halifax are like loving the fact that this show is there. They're very, very proud. And I'm actually excited to just even see their tweets because I never even knew about Halifax. (laughs) So, um, and what I want to tell you guys today, just as a little fun fact is that Saran Jones, the person who plays Ann Lister, as well as the complete, the writer, the creator of this show, and director Sally Rainwright, are both BAFTA winners, okay? The BAFTA is the British Academy of Film and Television Arts Award, so somewhat like an, you know, Oscar Mm -hmm, or whatever. mm -hmm. Very prestigious actor and um, creator of this show, and they love to work together. They're like a team where they go and do these movies and they're just explosive. So I just want to share you guys, we are not watching any amateurs. We are watching people who have worked together, who have won awards, and it shows. Yeah. So if you love this show as much as we love the show, again, continue to watch. Use the hashtag on Twitter. Follow us and chat with us. Yes. Thank that's you so cool. much. That's yeah, that's really awesome. cool I to know. I love uh, BBC shows. Yes, me too. me too. Yes. Talent. Can't wait till Talent. Luther comes back. Yes. Um, so now, you know, we, we've messed up a few facts on this show, but, you know, it's different time, different time. But that's why we got our new episode or new segment, Halifax. Raven's going to give you some Halifax. I have one fact today. <laughs> Halifax. <laughs> I got one Halifax. <laughs> um... <laughs> So, Gentleman Jack, the title, um, it was actually not uh, a term that that's how she was bullied then. Oh, and that's something I found that was written in her diary. It said um, that the people in the town, that was kind of a way that they teased her. So mm. I find it interesting that that's what they used as the title. Mm. Um, they made it something powerful, I guess, like we're taking terms today that were negative and making them positive, which I don't know if I agree with, but, you yeah. know, it's happening. <laughs> um, but that's the same thing that's hap- that's with Gentleman Jack, from what I read. Good to know. That's great for me to know, because I was like, when are we going to get to the whiskey? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I thought this was a show yeah, about I'm whiskey. Like, where is the liquor? Um, <laughs> I thought they were going to say she loved Gentleman Jack. That's right. <laughs> um, all right, so before we get out of here, let's real quick go... Do our predictions. Your After Buzz Ooh, TV predictions. predictions. Shana. Let's start with you. Mm, okay, so as you guys know, I'm the ship girl. So the the two ends, 
I truly believe, unfortunately, that there's going to be a slight rift because there just has to be like there has to be that tension there. They're going through a lot, but I'm, I love how they're falling in love. So I'm going to predict that they're going to get into a little tizzy, but it's going to turn into more hot kissing. Um, and then I just want to see pretty much more of the of the Rossins and what's going to happen when she finds out that they've been still in the cold because mm. she is going to put the stomp down and be like, get about my mind. Mm. And that's what I'm looking forward to because they're. They're terrible. Yeah. Raven? Um, yeah. You kind of stole mine, but yeah. Oh, sorry. It's, okay. um, <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. You're a right. I agree with the ands, the and and the and because you guys know what happens when we get in, fall in love, falling being the operative word, and it's fast this way, and you have things that haven't healed. For her, it's her past relationship. And for this girl to give six months on it, that's a a trigger. That's going to be a trigger that she really doesn't know. Now, you, she's a type of all-in type of loving person in that way. And you have someone with reservations. I think she's going to start getting too assertive, maybe. Too, because she, are you sure? She's going to want to know now. I don't mm-hmm. think she's going to be able to do this whole six-month thing. Mm. Mm. I mean, we mm. saw the previews, so I think we obviously know that uh, Miss Walker's going to have the hiccup that you talked about. We, we didn't uh. see the previews. Y'all didn't see the previews? All right, so we saw the previews. <laughs> <laughs> and we know there's going to be... Uh, Miss Lister's going to have this little hiccup because someone else is going to propose to her. But I think, obviously, it's brief. But I am curious to see... There's going to be that moment when I feel like Anne is comfortable to just share this all with her family. And she's not going to get the response that she thinks. And I think that's going to probably make her latch on to Miss Walker a little, a little more. Which That's is fine. great. Yes. <laughs> I'm down for it. All right, you guys. Well, we made it to the end. I cannot wait for episode four, Can't personally. Wait. And um, I'm just loving this show. I'm loving the writers, like the little details. Like, I'm loving it all. So thank you guys so much for joining us. Before we get out of here, we're going to tell you where you can follow us. Raven, where can they find you on social media? I'm on all social media, Raven French. And I'm at Deshauna O right there on Twitter. And you can find me on all things social media at Jerry the Fanatic. You can also find me back here tomorrow covering Chambers. And at some point, Lucifer is back. So excited. Like I said, everything you want, we got to hear it after us. So don't forget to come back. Join us next week. Once again, we love you guys. Gentleman Jack, take a shot for me, y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Buzz you later. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to After Buzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 